Hello, everybody, once again, and welcome to The Hofflin Show. I am your host, Mr. Flynn, and with me here today is a very special guest host, Mr. DeLeo. Mr. DeLeo, how are you? I'm doing well this morning. Uh, how are you today, Mr. Flynn? Well, I'm hanging in there, you know, uh, just trying to get these podcasts out. You know, I'm trying to do my best without Mr. Hoffman here, but, right. hey, you know, sometimes you just have to do what you got to do. That's right. You know, Mr. Uh, Mr. Hoffman's, uh, he's a key, integral part of this this whole thing, and, and you know, I can't replace that guy. But uh, No, you wouldn't. But you wouldn't be saying these nice things while he's knowing that he's sitting in the sun in Florida. No, no, he's, he's, he's lucky for that. Uh, you know, I think we all wish we had a little bit of sunlight, but hopefully this week starts to warm up a little bit. Last week was a little colder, but I think we got some good weather on the way. So. Yeah, I think once we get through this week's rain, we'll, we, should be, uh, we should be doing pretty good. Yeah. And uh, I think, what, well, a couple more weeks and we'll be hitting April uh, vacation week. That's right. Yeah, That's I right. know you've got week. a big trip planned yourself, so, uh, but I'll let you uh, talk about that if you want to later on. Sure. Uh, yeah, definitely. But let's, uh, let's jump right into it. Let's talk about... Uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. DeLeo and his, <laughs> and his art skills. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, um, oh, I, yeah, I mean, uh, where to start, you know, I mean. Um, well, why don't you go back to the, you know, when you, when you started learning all these uh, skills, I mean, were you, sure. were you just, uh, were you a genius right out the bat, just grabbed the pen and paper and just went to town? Or? Well, it's funny, um, you know, my dad is an art teacher and, you know, he began teaching when I was a, just a baby and, um, he, when I was about three years old, he began to kind of teach me how to draw and whatnot. And the cool thing is he's left-handed, and um, naturally I learned how to draw left-handed as well. So I don't know if it's because I was just a natural lefty or if because when he showed me things, I did exactly what he would do and held the pencil with my left hand too. But, um, yeah, from then on, I, I began drawing all over stuff. I'd draw on uh, the walls, sculptures that he made and things like that. And... Um, First drawing I ever made was actually of a lobster. That I have a I have a picture of that uh, on my phone, but um, pretty cool. Um, I was always into crustaceans when I was a little kid, and then as I got older, like um, I started to draw like football players, and then eventually musicians and things like that. And was always drawing. Always had a pencil in my hand. But now yeah. I've seen some of the work that you've done in terms of uh, it. You did say crustaceans. Yeah. It seems uh, blue crabs, the style of crabs. Uh, I oh, do yeah. see a lot of that on your artwork. Uh, yeah. What made you, uh, where'd you see, your, I guess, where'd you see yeah. First of all, what made you actually start to draw so, that? Because, such a strange yeah. thing that to start with, you know, but like well, I just remember, um, <clears throat> you know, going on walks on the beach with my parents because, you know, living in Rhode Island, you know, I was always near the ocean. Um, I think I want to say when I was like three or four years old, we were living in Bristol and in Warren. Um, and, uh, we would just go down to the beach with my mom and always look for like seashells and things like that. And, um, I remember being fascinated by crabs. My dad would go out with his friends and go blue shell crabbing and he'd mm. take them home. And I just thought they were so cool, especially blue shell crabs because yeah. of like, um, just their shape, all the colors in their claws and everything like that. And, um, since then, like I've kind of taken on the blue shell crab as like more or less the, my logo um, yeah, I for did a lot see of my, that. for yeah. a lot of my branding. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so for, for those of you that, that don't know, um, Mr. DeLeo has a Instagram page. Yep. I believe it's MRD underscore art. Yes. MRD underscore art. Yep. I, I try to post there, you know, as much as I can. Um, I could definitely post there more, but what's up there is definitely, um, you know, my, my more key projects and then, you know, a bunch of the stories are mm -hmm. like, you know, I'll share like a lot of music on there and things like that. And, but yeah, it's just like my creative area. But yeah, to, to like post my stuff. 
Yeah, sea life in, in general, too, now that we're talking about it, uh, does have a lot of natural art, has a, nat a sure. lot of great uh, natural shapes. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if you know, but there's actually a speaker company that makes a set of speakers that actually look like uh, certain types of uh, shells. Oh, cool. Uh, the yeah. way that they're, uh, I guess it would be the circular shell kind of looks like the inside of your, your eardrum. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. So there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of natural designs that you see. They're almost alien looking in, in some yeah. cases, but. Yeah, they really are. Um you know, it's funny, like, even, like, like shrimp, like, I find are just, like, like, a lot of them are, like, massive bugs that live in the ocean, you know, but it's, uh, but, yeah, the alien thing, like, with the claws and everything like that can be, it looks kind of weird, but um, it's amazing what's down there. Um, I don't think, I don't know that we'll ever know, like, the entire depth of the ocean, like, yeah. how, what's, yeah. you know, what we can find down there, but it's it's pretty cool how we discover new species all, all the time. And a lot of natural yeah. detail yeah. in, in the art. So, yeah. Um, the other thing is, I don't think a lot of people realize this as well, but you have a lot of uh, great artwork at the Collaborative in Warren, Rhode Island. Yeah. Um, so I, I took a little hiatus from there um, recently, but I mean, um, I do. I will be back in there in August. Um, I'll be the featured the featured artist of the month. So recently, um, you know, like I've just been starting to ramp up, you know, making new projects and things like that. Um, you know, just new prints, and and I have a bunch of stuff in the works that I'm. I'm wanting to go in there and just like have a whole new wall of artwork to mm. to put up. Um, very talented, very talented, very thank good you. stuff. Yeah. yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I try to find the time to do it, but um, you know, it's it's uh, it's my passion. It's what I love to do is is to make you know these projects. So got to keep it rolling. And the other passion I, I see a lot doing too, especially here, is the the mug making, ceramics, pottery. Yeah. I mean, that looks like it just comes naturally. I know you, you're very humble and you say, oh, well, you know, it didn't come that easy, but a yeah. lot of experimenting. But if you look at the mugs that uh, Mr. DeLeo is actually selling uh, through the school, uh, mm. the fluted and yeah. the, uh, the ones with the logo, there's a lot of uh, work behind those. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, the ceramics is, is kind of fairly new to me. I, I probably began doing ceramics. Like, I mean, I, you know, aside from like doing pinch pots when I was really little, Never really took a, a high school course, but I'd mess around on the wheel like when I was a senior. Um, but after that, you know, I, I, did, I didn't work in clay for a few years until I grad, until actually my senior year when I did my student teaching and I had to teach a ceramics class. Um, and uh, the teacher that I worked with did a great job of, of like, you know, introducing me to the basics of clay. And since then, I, you know, my interest has been, has only increased and um, I've been able to really explore you know, how to make mugs and things like that and how to throw on the wheel and how to, you know, throw different forms and also, you know, hand building, which is what I use to make the mugs. So um, for those of you who are listening, like if you've ever, if you bought a mug, you might think that it might be um, thrown on a wheel, believe it or not, it's actually hand built. So um, if you imagine a cookie cutter, you know, shape, I would take clay, I'd roll it out and I'd cut out basically this cookie cutter shape that creates a cone and that's like the walls of the cup and then a circle for the base and then I'd you know I pull my own handles and so take all those pieces and then you blend them together and um, you have yourself a mug. And you, you say with art and the different designs that you come up with your biggest enemy of course is, is time. Yeah yeah definitely um, you know it's it's definitely um, you know balancing the teaching and then obviously you know the, the mug making and, and my own personal projects can be a lot um, but you know um, everything gets done you know it's it's just uh, finding the time to balance it and you know just making it work you know but it's been 
it's been good to come in on Mondays and Tuesdays and, and make mugs and, you know, obviously do the tutoring that I've been doing. Um, so it allows me a little bit of time to do that. And then, um, you know, get home at a decent time too. So, if, you know, if I'm feeling up to it, I can work on my own personal projects too, which is cool. And let's jump in real quick to this uh, STEM STEAM, you know, yeah. I guess uh, collaborative that you and I have been working on. Yeah. Uh, and I, I always appreciate the time you take to help out. But we, we jumped into the sneaker design. You started with yeah. paper. Yeah. And then uh, we moved up from there with some of the students that showed a real passion for yeah. it. And uh, I don't know if you noticed this weekend, but it was on the Today Show. There was a, uh, a student, um, or I shouldn't say, he's a student actually, a young gentleman from England. He's mm -hmm. a doodler. Oh, cool. And he was hired by Nike. Wow. <laughs> and I think he's maybe 10 or 11 years old, and he can, cool. he can doodle like there's no one's business, and he has been <laughs> doing sneakers, he's been doing walls. Wow. But, you know, back to the sneaker part of it, um, you find that a lot of people put their, their art and their talents on a sneaker. Sure. And it's nice because it's like a movable billboard, but what's your opinion on, on that? On the sneaker art? Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I think it's awesome. I think that... Um... You know, when people look into buying works of art, you know, a lot of times people look for functionality. So, mm -hmm. like, um, it's tough to, to spend a whole lot of money on an art piece that's going to go on your wall um, because that's that's its sole purpose, right? So if you have yeah. something that, like, you could possibly wear, I think that people can justify that a little bit better. It's mm -hmm. no different than, like, a graphic tee. So, like, um, you could put a really cool image on a piece of paper, but if you put it on a shirt, a lot of people will be will be in. will be quicker to purchase that than um, you know than maybe the poster or something like that. Do you, you feel know? like the art that you do in some cases? Do people actually say it's kind of in relationship to their personality, and that's why they bought that art? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean the people, um, the artwork that I make, you know, a lot of the time is centered around like my own interests and things like that. But you know, I think that um, a lot of people in New England have shared interests because like you know a lot of my work does explore that aquatic theme, whether it's waves or you know, sea life, whatever else. I mean, you know, being in New England, you can't help but be surrounded by that and sure. admire that. Sure. So yeah. I think when people see my work, um, they, 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 you know, they can relate to it. They, it's something that hits home for them and uh, makes them, you know, feel some kind of emotion, just like any other, other, any other kind of artwork. You know, it's the reason why we want to look at it, the reason why we want to purchase it is because it elicits some kind of emotion, mm. you know. Absolutely. And yeah. Being in New England, too, we go through season changes. Yeah. Uh, so, of course, art can take its shape, shape oh, yeah. on that. Um, yep. uh, but with the sneaker thing in, in general, do you notice that it's easier for someone who's looking to become an artist or maybe doesn't really have an art background but notices that they have yep. this, uh, this like, you know, uh, I guess you could say ability to, to yeah. customize a sneaker and actually make it look really nice yeah sure i mean like i think um it's tough to start off on a sneaker for sure you well, know sure, like, with all the different <laughs> angles and shapes yeah, and sizes yeah the angles and also just uh you know money wise it's a it's an expensive canvas but i mean um you know my my word of advice would be to always practice on paper first and then you know like that which is what we did with the shoes i think it was sure. the perfect way to do it um you know we had we had all of the students make their own shoes and as we looked around you know we saw that there were a few outstanding students and those are the students that we d decided, you know, I think we could ha could handle a 3D medium like like an actual shoe. Mm. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, if you're gonna draw, draw on whatever you can, you know, if you yeah. haven't, if you have a beat up old pair of shoes, and you got some Posca pens or you got some markers or whatever, paint even, you know, and you feel like drawing on them, 
I mean, you might as well, you know, as long as you got another pair to wear, but, um, yeah, but yeah, no, I think it's, um, it is a, it's, it's definitely eye catching, you know, like, like, um, sneaker art is, is unique. It's new. It's, you know, it's very closely related to, you know, street art, graph, you know, uh, pop art, things like mm -hmm. that. You can put whatever you want in a shoe. Um, I love when people use the, the shape of the shoe and, and relate the design to that shape. Um, I think Converse is the perfect shoe to, to draw on personally because it's made out of canvas and it can be painted on. Mm. Um, That's a good point. Yeah. It's, it's also, it's like, there's not a whole lot going on, a whole lot of like extra stitching and everything in the shoe. So it's, it's like a lot of open space too. So it's nice to draw on. Um, but the Air Force One obviously is a nice smooth surface to, to draw on. And that's been like, like a really big model to, to use yeah. as well. Um, I know based on, cause I'm a sneakerhead going to, you know, whether you go to StockX or, or Nike, yeah. all the new releases uh, of the sneaker art tend to be on Air Force Ones because of the yeah. white on white. But they bring in quite a fan base and there's some that sell for over a thousand dollars just in Air Force Ones with a special yeah. design. And we're not even talking anything what our students are doing. I mean, yeah. our students are really adding art to it, but yeah. some could just be an upside down swoosh or oh, a, yeah. a scribble inside of like the tongue where you would, yeah. but somebody puts their name on it. Yep. Uh, I think I got a pair of uh, Mr. DeLeo's, which is probably priceless, but uh, <laughs> yeah. no, it's, no. no. Um, but I guess that, based on all these things that we're talking about leads me to what my last question is mm. um you've been here i guess just shy a few months shy of a year yeah what's been your uh opinion of uh holy trinity so far and just remember that mrs ganyan's listening so we don't want to <laughs> well no uh no it's been uh you know holy trinity is, is a unique place in that um it's just such a tight-knit community i mean Coming into it, I, you know, I didn't necessarily know what to expect, only coming from public schools, mm -hmm. you know, growing up in public schools, having taught in public schools. Um, but now that, you know, since I've been here, I realized very quickly um, everybody is, everybody is a, a supporter, you know. Mm -hmm. So um, when I came in here, people were so kind and, and welcoming to me, you know, they didn't even know me. And um, I think that was awesome. I think that it's been, it's made it very easy for me to work here. Um, I'm kind of a shy person, so I don't, you know, I don't branch out a whole lot, but you know, I, I do appreciate the fact that people do come down and see me and, and uh, you know, have conversations. But, you know, for the kids, I mean, um, I can't imagine a more welcoming and nurturing environment for, for children, for, for young students, like, um, because, our, you know, our teachers just genuinely care about their classes, care about their students. Um, and we get a lot of work done too. I mean, what, what we're able to do with what we have is, you know, remarkable. I mean, we use our space to the max. We use our programs, our facilities, our, you know, our materials to the max. Um, and the kids, they get a whole lot out of it. And I think that they can see that and parents can, can see that as well. And do you find it to be, do you find yourself being more creative when there's less stress on the back end? Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, of course. It's been like, um, <clears throat> it's been a, you know, a nurturing environment to the creative process, you know, is, is like what I like to say. It's, you know, um, when you don't have a whole lot of stress or a whole lot of, um, you know, added worries or anything like that it can be easier to, you know, work creatively to, to make projects to, you know, feel free, I guess. And so, um, it's been nice to have a little bit of space to, um, work especially on like those Mondays and Tuesdays when I work on my mugs and things like that 
Um, aside from the conversations I have with you or with, you know, Brando or whoever comes through the room. Yeah. You know, I also tutor a few students. Yep. yep. Um, you know, I'm, I'm free to like get my work done and, and it definitely makes me more productive too, which is cool. And it's, it's a difference for me in some cases, because when I started here, we only had, um, you know, a few different males in the building, uh, you know, right. and we keep adding more. Yeah. Not that we'll ever be able to compete with the awesome teachers up, upstairs. No. But it's no. nice when I can, uh, you know, because your, your classroom's right across the, the hall from my office, and we can yep. chat and talk about different arts, music, uh, oh, yeah. you know. But it, when I come up with these crazy ideas sometimes, <laughs> uh, you can either ground me or say, no, I think that would be, uh, that would yeah. be great. And so far yeah. it's been... It's, you know, it's, it seems yeah. to be working itself out. Oh, it totally has worked. You know, I mean, um, you know, you've always, since the beginning, you've always given me um, lots of ideas to work with, um, you know, and I had, you know, there's been times where I've been like, oh, I don't know, but there's been other times, most of the time where I'm like, yeah, it sounds like a good idea. And, um, you know, we've, we've followed through with a lot of them. So like um, the sneaker idea was a project that I was working on and I had mentioned the project to you know, in the beginning, that that would be one of the things that we would do. Um, and, you know, you being the person that, that you are and, you know, wanting to get the kids, you know, the best and, um, you know, push the, push the envelope a little bit, you said, well, what, what would happen if we gave them actual shoes to work on? Mm. And um, I was like, well, that would be an awesome opportunity, you yeah. know, but for me, like, I had never had that kind of opportunity. And, I, and you know, I would have loved that being in eighth grade. And so, um, the collaborative effort there, just the the ideas, um, have really allowed the kids to to experience things that they probably wouldn't get to experience at other schools, which is great. And just as we uh, get ready to wrap up here, would you feel? And uh, you know, of course, we hope to see you here next year. Of course, yeah, uh, right. what would be a, a change? Would you what changes you think you would make next year? And I don't mean art changes or anything, but yeah, it's a it's a whole year under your belt now, so you probably yeah. feel comfortable. You say, you know. All the uh, the warriors are kind of <laughs> yeah. floated away. Yeah, I mean the changes um, that I would make to like you know my own classroom, whatever else. Um, you know, I learned throughout the entire year, you know, um, about working with like the younger kids and everything like that, and you know what makes them tick and you know what what they enjoy. And so just taking into account those things um, going into next year is going to make it that much easier for me um, as a teacher. Um, but I mean, you know, all these grades, all these all these classes are different, but. Um, you know, they're all great kids. They all, you know, work well when they're in class and they're all creatively driven. So it makes my job pretty easy. Yeah, you know? no, absolutely. Right. So once again, as I said, uh, if you're looking to see any of Mr. DeLeo's art, you can find that on MRD underscore art on Instagram, of course. Uh, I suggest going through his whole page. It's It's got some really, uh, really cool stuff on there. Some stuff from, I think, when you were in college. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some newer stuff, of course. Uh, the stuff that he does, like you said, he does T-shirts, he does some logos here and there. But just his art in general, uh, we've actually uh, had a few people reach out in regards to the art that he's done, and they've uh, purchased some of his art. Uh, secondly, I'd like to, uh, you know, hope everybody August at the Collaborative in yeah. Warren, you know, take the time, go in, say hi to Mr. DeLeo, maybe... Uh, you know, maybe he'll sign something for you, which, you, you yeah, know. it'll be worth a lot someday. Yeah, it'll be it'll definitely no. be worth a lot someday. Uh, but no, it's nice to be able to, to chat with you, hear what, what makes you tick, you know, yeah. the, the history of your art and, uh, you know, all the projects that we're working on. And we hope you would come back to the show. Yeah. You know, because we yeah, love definitely. Oh, yeah, I'd love to be back on for sure. Be, be, it's, you know, this is awesome. It's just a free flowing conversation. So it's, 
Yeah, I've never done a podcast before, but this has been great. Awesome. So, yeah. See, the first place you'd always have a good podcast on would be the Hopwood Show. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, thank you again, Mr. Liam, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, thank you, Mr. Flynn.